This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello friends and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is, I'm not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero where I explain that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, friends, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. Great response to last week where we talked about John Maxwell's leadership as a book and then also the upcoming Leadership Conference, which is October 1st here in Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania. And if you were interested in attending the Leadership Conference, you can find that at Eventbrite, and you can find it at my Facebook page. You can find it at the Capitalized Facebook page pretty much everywhere. And so thank you for your response to that. I really, really appreciate it. And also, today, this is Labor Day. Now, you might be listening to it on Monday, Labor Day, or on Tuesday, um, whatever the case may be. But I wanted to take a moment and talk about Labor Day. Not really the, the holiday itself. The holiday is, of course, a designated day to uh, take the day off, essentially, and then also, for many, heralding the end of summer. I know a lot of super faithful folks working on Monday, and I know folks whose businesses can't close on Monday, and I know there's occupations like our hardworking frontline workers and first responders, military, and so forth that can't take the day off. So again, I want to say thank you to all of them uh, for working and providing. But I want to speak about Labor Day in this way. I mean, again, the idea of Labor Day, ironically, is to take a day off from work. Uh, so as we consider a break, I want to talk about what working hard and working smartly looks like for the rest of the year. Uh, because I know a good number of companies who would say, and I know a good number of professionals who would say they're in a slump. Now, they may not use those words. People don't like to use those words. They are very, very superstitious about it. But let me describe it. And let me ask you in this way. Is your company's revenue presently in decline? Are you making less money than you did before? Um, are you tracking patterns of decreased activity, less meetings, less sales, less closures? Well, while you may not want to, excuse me, use the word slump, that's the definition of one. And uh, I've been reading a book lately that has just been startling. And listen, now, don't get me wrong, uh, our company has been there at times. Everybody goes through it. It's just, the thing is, uh, what are you doing to address it? You can't, um, you can't just go, oh, okay, uh, it, well, something's going to happen, and we're going to come out of it, or it's just a season. Like, what are you doing to address that decline um, of business and sales and closures? Well, I've had a book recommended to me over and over again. It's called Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blunt. Um, he is the curator of salesgravy.com. It's the ultimate guide to opening sales conversations and filling the pipeline by leveraging social selling, telephone, email, text, and cold calling. He's in that realm of thought leader like guys like Grant Cardone, uh, maybe a little bit less so, but to some extent, uh, Gary Vee and that kind of thing. And his idea is, I want to help you in sales. I want to help you grow your business. This book has been recommended to me over and over again. And I, I don't know why I didn't order it. Um, there was never a purposeful ignoring of it. But then I finally did. I ordered it and I got it. And I'm like, yes. And I read the introduction. And I'm like, this is fantastic. And then it got moved around from a table uh, to the desk to my bag. 
And then uh, yesterday, I had some time, and I read very quickly, I don't know, I read, you know, maybe I read about 20% of the book yesterday. Had to stop because there was so much good information in there uh, that I just wanted to make sure I could take it in and take notes. But there is a section in there called the anatomy of a sales slump. Not the definition. We know that the definition is that things are going backwards and not going forwards. The anatomy is uh, how do you know one is happening? Like what caused it? Because if you know what caused the sales slump, then you are able to address it. So let me grab my book for a minute. Take what I hope was a non-slurpy um, uh, sip of coffee. And let me talk about it. Okay, now. Uh, le- he, he talks about prior to this anatomy, he talks about prospecting a lot. And prospecting is when you are actively doing the sales work to get ready to close the deal. Um, like uh, uh, if we're emailing or calling or doing social media, whatever the case may be. He talks about not relying on one form of prospecting. People love that all the time. They're like, oh, okay, no, 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 I just love to do face-to-face. Well, face-to-face great, but that's only one uh, aspect of prospecting. If you're not doing that, if that one aspect's not going uh, well, then you are definitely going backwards. So I want what I'm hoping is we're going to look at this anatomy of a sales slump, and then I hope that we can apply it to our businesses to help us make sure that we are not stuck in one. If you are stuck in one, this anatomy is going to help you realize what you're doing wrong. So um, I, I think the approach I'm going to take is I'm going to go step by step, speaking to each step, and then we'll go from there. If you have the hardback of this book, it's page 31. It's early on. Okay, The Anatomy of a Sales Slump. Here it is. At some point, you stop prospecting. Um, you're not prospecting. You're not prospecting well. You, uh, you're, you're not sending out emails. You're not making the cold calls. And you might say, well, Gordon, I am. So that also would include you're not doing it well. Okay, You're not doing it as frequently. Okay? Two, because you stop prospecting, your pipeline stalls. Uh, that means that you're not actively working on uh, sales or you're not actively working on proposals. Because if you're not prospecting, and guys, I'm sorry, I can't just say social media is prospecting. I love social media. You've got to do it. But if all you're doing is social media, what you're saying is, my social media is so great. People want to do business with me. That needs to be the case, but you can't just rely on that. And even though you might be on multiple platforms, still, social media is one aspect. So prospecting is literally contacting people and going through proposals. Okay, So y- your prospecting has gone cold or uh, you stopped altogether, and because of that, your pipeline has stalled. Three. Because the prospects in the pipe are dead, you stop closing deals. You can't close deals that you're not working on. Four, as you experience this failure, there's an erosion in your confidence. This definitely happens. You're like, oh, no, the business is not doing well. I am not good at this. This is terrible. Uh, I can't believe um, this is where we're at. You begin to doubt your calling. Like, should I even be doing this? You know, this company is going to fail. You go through all of those thoughts, right? So your, your confidence is eroding. Number five. Your crumbling confidence creates negative self-talk, and that further degrades your confidence, wrecks your enthusiasm, and causes you to feel like a loser. All those things I just said. Your confidence is dropping, and then your talk in your head is so negative. And negative self-talk, it's hard to get over because it leads to, number six, 
feeling like a loser saps your energy and motivation for prospecting activity. It's hard to go, okay, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to go prospect new clients because you feel awful. You don't have any confidence. So in the back of your head, you're like, it's just not going to work anyway. I've tried all that. It's just not going to work. Number seven is key. This is so key. I've seen this happen over and over again. Number seven, because you don't feel like prospecting, you call the same old dead-end prospects over and over and get nowhere. Oh, my goodness. I've seen this in my company. People that we call dead leads, uh, companies that we're just never going to be able to do business with. It's never going to happen. They have given us bad deals before or it ended poorly, and we just keep going back to the same thing and the same thing because that in our mind is easier than trying to go after something new. Set when you're doing that, when you're just going after uh, dead leads or dead end prospects, you know that you're in the midst of a sales slump. Number eight, the lack of prospecting activity makes your already stale pipe even worse. That means that your pipeline for prospects and deals is getting even worse, which is stunning. Number nine, you start hoping for silver bullets, but because hope is not a strategy, nothing happens. Like, oh, I just, I'm, maybe, maybe today, uh, you know, that big deal will call us. It's happened before, and you know what? It does happen, but it typically is like that Jack Nicholas, the golfer idea, the, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Um, same idea of Jordan and those kind of things. They work so hard that the ball just bounces in. You know, those, those big, big silver bullets, those big deals come in, typically when we're working really hard. They really do. Ten, you sink deeper into your sleep slump and get nervous and desperate and then you're slapped by the universal law of need. He describes the universal law as of need in this way. Uh, the desperate need is that other people can sense your sense of desperation. And they sense it in your actions, tones, and words. They realize that you're desperate. And people don't do, want to do business with those who are desperate. Eleven, your sales become depressing black holes of misery. It just gets worse and worse. I would offer number 12, which he does not offer in my observation, then you either take or you make bad deals. I've seen it over and over again. Because you're in a slump and because you're desperate, you cut bad deals. You offer things you can't do or you uh, cut your prices really cheap and you just can't make good money off of bad deals. You can't make good deals with bad people. Ugh, bad deals will kill you. So that's it, guys. That's the slump. You stopped or slowed your prospecting. Your pipeline stalls. Uh, you stop closing deals. There's an erosion of your confidence. You fall in negative self-talk. You lose your energy and motivation. Uh, you pursue the same old dead-end prospects. Uh, your stale pipeline gets worse. You start hoping for civil bullets. You, you're slump gets even deeper and then you fall into a black hole of misery and then I would offer you seek or take bad deals. Friends, don't let this be depressing to you. This is the this is the anatomy of a bad deal. You almost could have called it the autopsy of a slump. So friends, listen to me. If this is where you're at right now, what I would encourage uh, you to do right now is to address it and then hit it hard the day after Labor Day. If I can help you or encourage you or coach you 
or in any way, just reach out to me. You can always get me at Gordon at ctpmarketplace.com or Gordon at capitalize.biz. You can find me everywhere. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. You can even find me on TikTok, though. My skills there are not the sharpest in the world. Um, just reach out to me. I'll be glad to help in any way. If, don't listen. you got to be honest with yourself. Recognize the sales slump and do something about it. I look forward to talking to you, and I hope you have a super great end of 2021. Thanks, friends. Talk to you soon.